Hello and bienvenidos a Kung Fu Friday. I was going to go with the traditional podcast hello and welcome intro, but we don't really do things like that here at Hidden Shadows, do we? For first time listeners, we are a secret organization of ninjas, assassins and samurais band together from around the world to deal justice, but in the most secret of ways. Like a whisper at a boring relative tea party asking, Hey, want to get the fuck out of here before I begin murdering people like killing streaks on Black Ops 4? In addition to saving mankind, we do a movie and media review podcast with your average gaming weebs, Alex, Nikansi, and Con. I, of course, am your retired assassination ops general, Basil. Today is the day of the wonderful Dragon Ball Super Broly movie review. Well, technically it's been the day since September 17th. But if you're not a fan of 82-year-old woman playing the voice of a 44-year-old man-child named Goku, today's the day. Listen, I'm not buying that Goku didn't go through puberty, Japan, or that Ash Ketchum somehow gained an immortal 11-year-old body just by training Pokemon. Maybe he's a vampire like Kiss and Dunce in an interview with a vampire. Oh, Now I'm kind of sad for him. He'll never know love. What were we talking about? Oh, right, yes. Broly. The boys reviewed the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. Please enjoy the episode. Hi, mate. Do we have an assassin in the Kanto region who can slay Pokemon training vampire children? Can we arrange something? get it cracking and so cracking welcome to hidden shadows of the secret chambers shorter review episode uh released alongside another episode when how i don't know how many times i can say episode in a weird way so i'm gonna keep saying episode for alex okay so (laughs) welcome y'all uh, today we have a very special episode. We are reviewing the English dub release of the Dragon Ball Super movie, Broly. And um, where's the Broly? Broly. He said that. Bro- Brody. <laughs> Broly. 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 Uh, Broly. <laughs> we're not gonna do. We're not gonna do any recommendations today. And we're not gonna be funny. We're not. We're. This is serious business. Serious. Serious. Hi, Ray. Yes. Hello. Yes. Okay. Hi. I just want you to tell them that it's serious business. Can oh. you remind the audience it's going to be serious business time? Let it be officially stated by Jaime, keeper of the clipboards, that this is going to be a very serious conversation. Thank you, Jaime. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. I'll see you guys later. Basketball later? Maybe. Ask Alex. Alex! Yeah, what's up? Basketball later? Well, I'm down. Hell yeah. Jaime wants to play. You you're down to play? Yes, I, but but you and I have to be team captains. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all right, shit. Are you challenging me or some shit? I'm going to break your ankles. I, see, <laughs> I, oh, my God, I am so happy right it's now. It's because Jaime trusts me. 
He's gonna make me. I'm. I get to be Kuroko. Oh damn! You're gonna be doing some kind of like you know. Shadow pass. Yes. Oh, sh- oh shadow pass! God damn it! Oh, God, Kuroko was. <laughs> He's yeah. part of the hidden shadows. I got him. Shit. Kuro- I got him. You know. Kuroko no basket. True. Okay, guys. Basketball later. See you guys. Have a good pod. Get the fuck out of here, man. All right. Thanks, bro. Later, man. Love you. All right. So, today. Today, four days after we watched the movie Brawly. Can I first go into detail about, I want to go watch that. In Escondido, God damn it! I had to say it with the Mexican accent. Escondido, uh, <laughs> and I was like, there was so much raza there, which is a Mexican way of there was so many brown folk in you know, the theater. Yeah, was, that's the funniest thing. I was ex- actually expecting you to talk about uh, that because, uh, in particular, Dragon Ball has a very strong Latin American uh, and you just just a Latin following, right? We like, love that shit. We really weird. do. Because <laughs> they used to show that shit on Telemundo every Sunday and it was in Spanish. And you're like, yo, we have we have this in Spanish? Like, <laughs> but like a lot of like a lot of my friends like didn't hear the English dub until like maybe l- later. I think they dubbed it in Spanish first. I could be wrong. Could very well be wrong. But, um, yeah, that's funny. I think black folk has a high, uh, or Narito has a high black folk following. Yo, Low it's key, okay. Dude. Not, I mean, like, to be fair, in Dragon Ball, you know, we connect to Gohan because our dads was working hard the whole time. <laughs> and then maybe they, they connect to Naruto because their dads is dead. <laughs> aren't, ah, aren't you sorry. glad that I was like, no, dude, you just need to just watch it or read it. Just get into Dragon Ball Super now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I totally, I was very skeptical about it. I was like, man, they ain't going to make it as real, as good as the, the originals. Um, but no, it's 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 uh, a kind of modern storytelling, right? Uh, with and, characters that we actually know pretty well. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about Broly, is that they took the story that we've already been given right back in the nineties. Which 90s. Is really, uh, honestly, is a weird story. <laughs> is a really, really weird story. Because the, the original Broly, the only reason why he hates Kakarot or Goku is because he cried next to his incubator. And it's like, yeah, that's enough reason to want to kill him. Yeah, that's kind of weird. There's a reason why Akira Toriyama was like, uh, that's a cool movie, but it's not going to be canon. Yeah, because he didn't write that, right? No. He wasn't He wasn't responsible for writing those, like, like some of those movies. And uh, this movie was incredible. And um, he had his hand in this. Had his and hand in it. There's just so much... Uh, since you watched it without us and we had to watch it without you, one of the things I kept talking about was this movie in particular uh, really builds so much for world building outside of Earth. Yeah. The story behind uh, Goku's. Without looking too much into uh, Bardock uh, and Bardock's story, this actually has like a lot of other world building that goes on. You know, you you really wish there was. 
I, I wish that power scaling wasn't so intense. And I wish that power scaling is just one of those things that can't exist properly. Just like in regular, just like in regular games, power creep exists where the longer something comes out, the more powerful they have to get. And, or otherwise people aren't going to be as interested. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause like ever since they made it, and I think I know the moment where they fucked up in Dragon Ball Z. And that was when Vegeta destroyed a planet with the tip of his finger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you guys know that one? Yeah. The, yeah. the the manta the the praying mantis planet, whatever the fuck they were. That's where so they fucked weird. up. And that's where we're like, okay, uh if he could just do that with a fucking finger, then like so everybody else, unless you know they so hold Ve- back vegeta's basically the power that's power two everything below two yeah. not strong enough everything at two fucking bunkers fucking way too strong <laughs> they'll blow up the planet if right. they actually like if they punch too hard right and you then know? and then they give us oh yeah frieza in his regular form as a weird tiny baby like alien thing in a pod can do the same thing and zap a planet that's twice the size of earth yeah but let's okay so <laughs> but we, we, we can we you can tell we're dragon ball z fans uh but let's let's uh jump into some of the okay so the plot was great again the the way they made brawly was him and his dad were stranded on this planet Mm-hmm. With these weird like snail creatures that they had to survive off of to the point where Brawly didn't even know what the fuck water was like he's been living off the the, the I mean, snail when, slime yeah, for like, sustenance when you need to get hydrated that snail, that snail slime you know it got it, it's got what plants crave it's got electrolytes <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> right. Um, That's what yeah, plants crave. that planet is basically Earth. Uh, you know, thousands of years after Edi- the movie Idiocracy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then again, like um, I really love that Dragon Ball Super. All the all the characters from Dragon Ball Z have kind of like a reoccurring comic type of presence to them like frieza is kind of like he's a repeat villain okay he's not Mm. really gonna put the whole world at risk but he's capable he is capable (laughs) of it but they just don't go down that route um and he's almost an anti-hero now exactly because of him helping in the tournament but i love how his wish he again he he comes to planet earth (laughs) to collect the dragon balls and he doesn't want of course goku and vegeta finding out about it because then he'd have to fight the two of them which would suck for him uh the way he his wish is i want to be five inches taller we're like no for sure he's wishing for immortal life right nope five centimeters centimeters five centimeters this is a very no more than five centimeters because then it'll be a drastic change and they'll notice the drastic change i wanted to bring this up because (laughs) in actuality five centimeters is still less than an inch <laughs> like it's just <laughs> enough. It's just enough. Why don't you just turn into your tall form, Frieza? I want to be this tall. 
when I'm in my normal form and of course my golden form. The I love that power. you've created you've made Frieza's voice into those Doctor Who robots. What are they? Daleks. The Daleks. Exterminate. Exterminate. No, Frieza's more like a an English woman with I don't I can't do her. An English really woman hard. who's been smoking a lot. Too much smoking, yes. Very, I'm bothered very right now. Raspy. Yes. Okay, let's talk about... We need Andrew so he can do his King Popo. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The best part of that Frieza joke was that it came after Bulma spent a lot of time explaining that she wanted to be five years younger. She couldn't be... <laughs> she didn't want to be ten years younger because they would think that she had plastic surgery. <laughs> too much of a... Too big of a gap. So she was like five years, no more, no less. And it's too real. And it's important because even in the future with capsule technology, technology that is beyond our comprehension, truly. I know. Plastic surgery still makes you look 10 years younger, and that's a red flag. Yeah. I mean, just fly to Korea. They'll fucking, they've got that shit down. They'll get you nice and tight. Yep. With <laughs> plastic surgery. Can we talk about how um, I feel like the writers for this film somehow were watching Dragon Ball Abridged because they had so so many jokes. They must have been. And they made Goku actually stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Which, that's always the hidden joke. Goku's not smart. He just likes to fight. Yeah. Um, But they really made him do stupid things, and he's just like a giant kid. Yeah. That was absolutely hilarious. One of my favorite parts was when he's talking to Piccolo and he's fighting Broly. And Piccolo's like, "Uh, Goku, I'm sensing uh, something strange and crazy. Is everything okay? And he's getting the shit kicked at him. He's like, "Uh, we're doing okay. How about you just hang out in the back burner? I think we got it handled. But just in case, we'll, we'll just let you know. And there's this part. Where Goku and then Piccolo's like, oh, okay, okay, just let me know. And then Goku is screaming in agony for like five minutes, having his head crash, scraped through rocks, and then getting his body slammed back and forth. And all it's just like five minutes of Goku, like, ah, ah, just getting the shit beaten out of him. And then Vegeta's on the side, like, he want he wanted to fight him. I just it, it was his turn. Yeah. Or just, or more like gonna... more like just go blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just you, go. You freaking idiot. Just go. Oh my god. I don't I don't know what's wrong with that. They have this amazing <laughs> dynamic where they understand to the point that they both like to fight. Yeah. And they don't like to interrupt each other's fights unless they actually have to. So so, so they'll just stay in the background and just watch. All right, let's get organized about this. Let's let's talk about uh, Goku or Vegeta and Goku's fight against Broly. So Vegeta had a great opening fight against Broly. And when you really think about it, Vegeta is the most popular and strongest rival for yes for Goku. So, however, he still does lose to different opponents. Okay, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because. Eventually, Vegeta goes from red to blue, and then it's just still like, "Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm done. You wanted to turn, 
Okay. <laughs> like, so th- the thing I liked about um, these Vegeta's fight is it was it was greatly choreographed. Um, I think this might have been the best fight choreography uh, in in like almost all of Dragon Ball. Um, I'm serious. I'm serious. It's it's that such an elite level of animation uh, that they did and Vegeta had a really you got a really good sense of Vegeta testing his power out and and pushing himself you know when he, he that moment those moments when he felt like he needed to push it a little stronger because Broly was learning as he went along um, so it was kind of a nice for that movie a nice power scaling of like okay a tactical kind of approach to it yeah rather than just normally ah we can go blue and kill him <laughs> yes it was great um goku's fight goku of course for whatever reason he's able to last way longer in his base form uh against we all know it's because he is the strongest saiyan yeah. He is the same. <laughs> of course, right? Um but it, it it was great. Again, again there was a lot of is very methodical. There was there's a lot of tactical techniques. There was holds. There was they showed a lot of crazy new techniques. Yeah. Like when he was holding him with his aura. Right. The god bind. Yeah. He did a god bind we, against Broly. No matter how stupid Goku is, he's not stupid at fighting. Yes. And they did show that. Yeah. He was very smart with his fighting. And but he was so dumb. <laughs> and not only that, like you can he, he he you knew he that that he got this feeling from Broly like I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's confused and I think I can make a friend out of this guy. And that's amazing. That's why people love Goku. Yeah. Frieza versus Broly. Oh, okay, okay. So, Highlight. so <laughs> if you really think about this, Frieza, I want them to make a movie for this because it was amazing. Frieza fought Broly for an hour and a half before Goku and Vegeta could return. Because they were trying to get down the fusion dance. And every single time they mess up, they have to wait 30 minutes. Yep, so it was an hour plus. Yes. Of fighting, just, just getting the shit beaten out of them not only that okay i'm gonna we're, we're gonna do an, again this is a special episode so we're gonna do things out of order this is a what the fuck moment for me was when frieza was like okay they're broly's doing pretty good against these guys let me try and push him to the minimum and your maximum or to the to the you maximum <laughs> sorry to the maximum and he takes broly's father just He's like, this is a throwaway character. Audience, you know he was going to die anyway. Finger blasts to the chest, looks at Broly and says, Oh no, Broly, your father got killed in a stray beam or energy blast. Just a stray key blast. Yes. (laughs) Broly goes berserk. And then that about then is when, you know. Uh, Vegeta and Goku say like, okay, I think it's time to peace out. And Even then, Frieza yeah. was like, oh, 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 oh fuck. This, is, this guy's, yeah, this guy's good. He could do it. <laughs> how, how, what do you guys think of the seizure-inducing light show of Broly's transformation? I am really, really glad I am not susceptible to seizures. I'm really, really sad Dude. I was not inebriated. <laughs> we saw that in IMAX. That was crazy. That Jesus was so Christ. Wild. 
just foaming oh. at the mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, but the best part, when they, they had so much comedy in this film and yeah. so many nods to the fans, the character designs that they used were uh, phenomenal. I wish they only used these character designs for not just the film, but for everything they do, especially for Super. Yeah, honestly. But it's just, it's expensive. That's why. It it is tough. Um, the animations uh, that they did for this film was extremely expensive. It was so intricate. You could tell that it had a big budget. Uh, but the best part is when uh, they <laughs> they do an instant transmission to Piccolo. Right. The <laughs> the way they landed. <laughs> <laughs> they landed with their face down and asses up. Their face just smashed into the floor. And Vegeta goes, "Good landing." This <laughs> just, it was good. yeah, yeah. They they did really good. Um, okay, Weez was fighting with Broly. Yeah, which is always exciting when you get to see. Um, Weez doing something when they honestly. hint well when they <laughs> hint at how powerful he is he d- he thinks nothing of it he's just like hup, hup, whoop, uh, oh speak- that was a close one right? like speaking of which the god of destruction beerus is just taking care of bola <laughs> like that was the whole that was one of the i felt like that was a pretty big nod to just the fans in general uh, as well as to the character of beerus is like no this guy's the god of destruction across technically the multiverse and he's stuck on Universe Seven, taking care of Bola. <laughs> yeah, he was he was really enjoying the shit out of. Uh, well, that's the funny part that Bola was like completely happy and satisfied. Bola, yeah, Bola's just like thanks, Uncle Beers. <laughs> yeah, baby, it was pretty <laughs> pretty adorable. Thanks, Uncle Beers. Um, yeah, it's it's really exciting, especially because of. Um, again, it's really excited to see what the angels in this universe is is they're they're what they're capable of and how much on 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 what different of a level they are on from everybody else um which they have to be right like that's how you're gonna do the power scaling because even dragon ball z you got the gods the kaioshins and they're not even they're like maybe super saiyan 2 level of strength and that's it and you're just like i thought they were gods um so it's good that the writers of Dragon Ball Super did that, uh, which which is makes you very excited for what's to come in the in the next arc of Dragon Ball Super. I don't know if y'all know what's going to happen. I have not gotten to spend a lot of time reading. Have you heard? <clears throat> so spoiler alert for the Dragon Ball fans who can't read. Like yeah, myself. <laughs> go, go find the manga. But what's going to happen is, um, you know. Beerus and uh, uh, Goku, it basically it, it goes in on those two sparring. And then they finish the spar and then we kind of bid, bids them, bids Goku farewell and, and he, he um, just basically tells them, you know, keep training, come back and, and we'll, you guys can spar again or whatever. Weez has to go to his to a to a you know a meeting of angels with his father, oh. and that meeting gets infiltrated by this this band of people. And remember, at the end of the power, the tournament of power, 
Android 17's wish was that all universes that were deleted be restored. Well, they were technically, how many universes? 18? Yeah. All universes got restored. But we don't know why they were deleted in the first place. Well, it turns out that all those angels and gods of destruction were evil. So they're back. And Weiss's mother, who was one of the first universes to get d- deleted, is basically planning on taking over and killing the main god, which is that little weird droid thing. Do you guys remember its name? Uh, I can't remember right now. Um, and then I guess they had captured Goku on one of these other dimensions, other these, and he's like, bound down to these to these pillars like fucking samson for the from the bible trying to break loose see this is how you make it exciting right because they're doing they're doing different things now they're foreshadowing this crazy arc multiverse goku evil goku again because zamasu goku black goku rose was like well no he was captured it's not it's it's our goku that we know and love and he's just like i'm sorry wheeze that's that's what they show on the last panel yeah that's what i figured you were going for i was like this isn't this isn't like zamasu goku or goku uh rose i believe is is the other name right black which again was was also a great right a good twist great different things going on um so that's what I was excited about coming back to the Broly movie. Um, how how fun and exciting it is when you get to see Whis in action. When you think of a, a the making a Dragon Ball movie, this is exactly what the fans wanted. Yeah, and this movie is breaking records: seven point oh six million in just twelve hundred and fifty theaters on opening night, Wednesday. In a- America in not, America, not like West, yeah, in like America, West, it's already breaking right? records. Like, it already broke records in Japan, yeah. and and that's the thing where the franchise supersedes the you know the different cultural barriers, where just good content is good content, and the the fans have spoken. And if there's also with millions, respect. if there's millions of fans. Then I know that at least one of them is probably my wife. <laughs> She's out there, bro. Yeah, I believe yeah. that. Also, with respect, keep going to the movies. Just, yeah. keep, <laughs> just go watch it seventeen times like, until you talk some, to somebody. Give some respect to the localization translation team and the uh, English voice actors because it is that is a very underappreciated thing in a lot of media is bringing content outside of its normal. Uh, language language is a huge thing and there's a lot of things um a lot of jokes that don't don't translate well like wordplay in japan and is very strong it is a very very strong sense of humor and their style of humor whereas for us puns are dad jokes and they make us all upset (laughs) right Right. Uh-huh. Um, another thing that is something I wanted to talk about is uh, for the for the movie itself is Super Saiyan three. No, Super Saiyan four is no longer canon. Right. Because no they because right? GT is not canon. Yeah, because GT is not canon. But 
the thing is is that uh i was telling you about it when we were on, on the car ride home is that broly uh along with uh what was i, I always forget her name I, uh from the universe six or something female broly khalifa or something. oh yeah uh yeah um showcases that there is a kind of different form of super saiyan which they're probably going to hit in this new arc yeah they just made it possible for the idea of super saiyan 4 to be in there so they touched on this idea of the fact that because they cut off broly's tail they touched on this in the movie Mm -hmm. they were for i feel like they were foreshadowing they were um that he's able to since he's not able to become the giant ape right uh that that power kind of manifested in him and it was and it drives him mad right he doesn't he he can use it he just doesn't know how to harness it he he literally blacks out but there is a way to harness it yeah to get as close to that form as powerful as that form um without turning into the giant ape yeah which again since four isn't canon and we know Goku's tail has been removed. There's a completely potential uh, for this next arc that you're talking about for him to be able to, especially since he mentions at the end of the movie that he trains with that he with might Broly. see. Yeah, he'll see Broly again. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, like Super Saiyan Four is supposed to be kind of really primal instinct incarnate for a saiyan right yeah like you are as close to werewolf animal ape form while still remaining conscious conscious and human looking and in broly's case that means Seventy thousand abs and like like forty thousand pecs yep just like the thickest man. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's super exciting. The final fight, Gogeta versus Broly. Jesus is, Christ. So Vegito is supposed to be Vegeta is the dominant personality there. Whereas Gogeta is supposed to be suppo- supposedly more Goku? Or, um, not I mean, necessarily because when, Ve- when Vegito talks... Right? He talks with Goku's voice. That's what when gonna... Gogeta talks, you hear more of Vegeta's voice. Yeah, he's because I kind of got the the feeling that that Gogeta was a little more of a dick. He was, and again, both Vegito and Gogeta are very tactical. Of course, right? That's Vegeta's side, but I think Vegito is a little more playful. Like like Goku is well. That's why I'm asking uh, you guys uh, also because of whatever other stuff I've read is what parts of the personality get to showcase. And in Vegito's case, yes, being tactical makes sense, but that Goku's playful side is also there. Whereas with Gogeta, Goku is also very reckless about his power, but it has some sort of it showcases in most of the media that Gogeta is shown in that that recklessness of power could be more alongside Goku not knowing if Goku was unable to control himself as much, right? 
still tactical like Vegeta, but like letting like letting Vegeta and Goku as a fused person unleash themselves is a very scary kind of concept for power level. Oh my gosh, like <laughs> yeah, of course. And like um Vegeta is known for the multiple key blasts. Um, I thought they did that in such a beautiful way in this movie. Oh, the, everything was beautiful. They they used the key blast to its full potential, and like again, you see, like Gogeta light up the sky in this just r- shower of key blasts. <laughs> yeah, and not even <laughs> screaming; it's it's effortless. That's the beautiful part of it. That Gogeta's fight for him it's just god damn it without found, sounding cheesy as shit poetry in motion he's it was effortless smooth he's, a lot of it was just he was better and he knew he was better precision <laughs> if you get the chance you just need to see this in theaters yeah so worth it it's gonna be in theaters for a little while go early oh <laughs> Go early because I got to sit in like the third row and oh, I had to crane oh my, my neck. Me too. Ah, it was I, so close. Still very like enjoyable, but it was just super, super epic. Um, Before we go, mm-hmm. uh, one thing I want to is if an animated film is in theaters and you consider yourself a fan, go see it in theaters. Yeah. The more content we get in theaters, the more magical these experiences get to be, and the more, I guess, normalized it gets to be, which isn't well, bad. The more like, it comes to the big screen. Yeah. Like, I never got to see Princess Mononoke in theaters, but I uh, when we got to see Laputa, Castle in the Sky, uh, and I think we saw Nasca of the Valley of the Wind in theaters as well. So great. I mean, Those yeah. were, that was beyond magical. I cannot imagine if it had gotten to come out in theaters beforehand like yeah. as we were growing up and then getting to see this in theaters like like i thought that um kimi no nawa was like be, like blowing me out of the water but that was just a that was a sad movie that was a heartfelt movie this was like hype all the way so through. much fun um they're gonna be having oh. that ghibli studio festival like not festival but showings of their movies pretty soon huh At, yeah out in art and miramesa which is amazing because people because people go to it mm-hmm. which uh which they they bring it back every year i think we might have to do a studio ghibli yeah marathon in the future look forward to that guys but Give us your thoughts. Um, maybe next episode we'll have a small segment uh, with some of your guys' thoughts. Um, we're in, we're on iTunes. Give us a five star re- review with your thoughts on the Broly movie. Would really appreciate that. And we'll give you a shout out on the podcast on the Instagram. Follow us on our Instagram at hstsc33. Facebook Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. And uh, make sure you follow our boy Khan on the Twitch. At- Twitch.tv forward slash Cookie Ninja Carve. Hit up our YouTube. Yeah. Going to be doing some work there. Look out for our new shows. Yes. Uh, me me and Patty, my mujer, my wife, we're going to be doing uh, a new podcast called Sidetracked. Uh, we haven't defined what that means yet but i mean you know we get sidetracked all the time it's just tangents pretty much <laughs> it's just a whole episode 30 minutes of tangents which is really different from knickknacks i mean 
Lots of tangents. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, uh, thanks for for jumping on. I hope you guys enjoyed the Broly movie, and I can't wait for the new Dragon Ball Super arc. Uh, until then, buenas noches. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>